This is Healing Through Love. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna, and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term relationship. Along the way, I'm going to be talking to some incredible people with so much just wonderful insight. And today I have the lovely Jamie Date. Jamie Date is a dating coach with modern flirting. She has gone viral on TikTok with her practical step-by-step approach on how to attract more high-value women. She's a professional catfish to teach men who to, uh, how to talk to women online. She helps men in the new age to attract women and set the foundation for healthy relationships and navigating dating in 2023. Jamie, thank you so much for being here with me today. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah, let's get right into it. So can we start at the beginning? What kind of got you into being a dating coach? Um, Was it one or two many bad dates? Like, tell us from uh, how it all started, started. No, you know, it's funny you say that. I pride myself on never having a bad first date. Um, even, even if it doesn't lead anywhere, uh, for, I love first dates. I love first dates. I think that dating is fun and that's what it should be. And I found that I was, I was the minority in, in viewing it that way. And it was crazy to me. And so when I started talking to friends about their dating life and just kind of, it, it always tend to skew to the more inspiring where they're like, Oh, I never thought about it that way. Plus the real answer too of how I got into this is a Craigslist ad, which is a whole other story uh, that's super fun. Um, And, you know, I can tell it to you real quick, but basically the the cliff notes are, you know, about seven, gosh, is it seven or eight years ago now? I lost track of time since the pandemic, but um, I I, I used to do door-to-door sales, um, 100% commission. And what is door-to-door sales if not approaching? (laughs) So I learned how to give the, you know, best impression real quick, get people to like you and trust you real quick. Uh, You know, I was training people and I did that for three years. Um, But, you know, afterwards, it just was not my purpose. Uh, So I quit that job. I had a little eat, pray, love moment in South America. And I came back and I was like, okay, what do I want to do? Like what, like I have some money saved. I need like, you know, but I'm, I'm a busybody. I need some like gig work or something. I can't just like sit on my ass, you know? So I went to Craigslist and it was like, Hey, come to this party, talk to these guys. I kind of got the gist that it was about, you know, uh, uh, you know, getting guys better with their social skills and whatnot. And I'm like a t- hundred bucks free alcohol. I'm like tight. I'm in. So I go, <laughs> I go and you know, you kind of put me anywhere. Right. So I'm having a good time. I'm talking to these guys, you know, they, they do need some work, whatever, but I'm, you know, having a good time. So that at the end of the night, they kind of pull all these girls back and they're like, all right, how did, you know, Paul do? How did Michael do? How did Joe do? Whatever. And it, I was the only one in that group that felt that actually gave like real practical advice, guidance. You know, uh, uh, I, I find not all women, because there's amazing female dating coaches for men out there, but a lot of them you know, they, they don't really have the sales training though. Oh, he was nice. Oh yeah. He was, he was cool. You know, but that doesn't really give you what's wrong. Right. They didn't want to be mean. Uh, you know, women, as you might know, like we're programmed to be nice for the most part, right? Like we're programmed to be kind and whatever, but you know, just giving uh, watered down advice is not going to help these men. 
So, you know, I found that my niche is I was really good at giving it, cutting it to them straight, you know, but still being respectful. <laughs> Cause also the other thing too, is I have a severe empathy and, and love and respect for these men that are trying to better themselves. I mean, what if like, what is the feminist movement if not trying to help men get to a higher state? And that's kind of goes back to like my why. Like I want to get to a place where men and women are on the same team again, because it feels like we are, we are not. So either way, mm. one thing led to another. Uh, they asked me if I wanted to work with them. I eventually started getting so many clients. I started a TikTok. Uh, modern flirting was created. Uh, and now I am doing this full time and loving every minute of it. Wow. What a journey. Congratulations. Um, I think that that's like just so incredible that like of all the places Craigslist, like you found this. Um, but then also, yeah, that, that you were able to like recognize like the, the kind of like skill that you sort of have and just like, even just talking to you right now, I can tell like you could, you're a straight shooter. Like you could probably read me and I would believe everything that you're saying. Um, so that's great. And, and I think you're totally right in that. Like, you know, it's interesting that like if other women found that Craigslist too, that if, if they knew that it was sort of like, like you said, like you knew the intention of the party, right? Like that we're here to kind of help these guys. Like I'm, I'm curious why they weren't more, I don't know, objective like you were, but I guess it is very true. Like you say, like, I do think, you know, especially in the society that we sort of live live in, women are kind of, you know, programmed to just be a little bit more, like you said, polite, a little more considerate. Um, do you find like, in general, like maybe that's more of what in heterosexual relationships, like more of what men are seeking in dating is just somebody to kind of like really be honest and really be upfront with them. Yeah, I mean, well, they're seeking that from a coach. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that they want critiques necessarily from their partner, but mm. as far as what men are seeking, I will say, and I've kind of been saying this for a while now, and I don't know if you're feeling this or the listeners out there are also feeling this, but men are going through a sort of renaissance right now. Uh, you know, Bumble just came out with a whole, you know, Bumble is one of the big top dating apps. They have the money to do the R and D research and development. And, and a lot of the research has come out recently you know, 2023 trends of one of the top things is that men like no other time before are rethinking their role when it comes to being a partner. Um, mm. They're rethinking what is toxic masculinity? Am I displaying that unknowingly? How can I unlearn what I've grown up with, you know, from older brothers, from fathers, from uncles, you know, that might've been toxic you know, and, and I, and, and at the same time, I think it's really dangerous. The other token, like, yes, women have gone through a trauma. You, you ask three women and one of them has been assaulted, maybe even two, but you know, maybe they're not, they didn't report it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where, yes, we've gone through a trauma, but I think both men and women have overcorrected after the Me Too movement. Men have overcorrected saying, oh, well, now I can't talk to any woman because I'm going to get arrested. Well, that's not true. That's an extreme exaggeration of what's happening. Let's get back down to earth. Let's acknowledge what's been going on. And this is how it looks like to try and fix it. Women, and this might be controversial, but women, I don't think are helping uh, some women. I shouldn't say all women and I shouldn't say all men, 
Uh, but some women have have grown into this. All men are terrible. All men are shitty. You know, I'm just going to become a lesbian. Why can't I just be a lesbian? Fuck guys. Like all these things. Da, 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 da. And it's creating an environment to where men don't even feel comfortable or safe to grow. And women are just frustrated and bitter with dating. When in reality, we both want the same things. Let's get right. on the same page. And that is why I am doing what I am doing. <laughs> I love it. And I think I think there is a lot of truth to everything that you're saying. I, I look at it also in the same perspective around like, you know, like race relations too. like it's it's difficult to talk about things when you're so polarized in your viewpoint. Right. Political differences and like, you know, views on laws and stuff like that. In general, I just feel like as a society, we're not really just hearing each other and listening to each other. And it's not a battle of like who's right, who's wrong or whatever. Everybody is kind of going through it and dating relationships. I'm sure everyone has like an experience or story there that is challenging and difficult. So it's really, yeah, like you said, just being honest and sharing with each other and listening and hearing one another out and uh, supporting and I don't know, just choosing, choosing love over like, I don't know, anger yeah. and frustration and stuff. Yeah, yeah. no. And, and that's the other thing too. Like I, I, that's probably my biggest common misconception of the, the men that I uh, work with a lot of people they're just like oh you, you know you just you you so you, the men that you work with they're just trying to get laid right they're just trying to get laid they're you know in college you know trying to just get better with women and yeah sure there there are some of them but that's minority I will say the vast vast 99.999 percent of men that I work with are older they're well off some of them are very attractive and they just cannot find the woman that they're looking for, but that's the thing. They're looking for a partner, a long-term partner. That is by and large, men really do want a partner, maybe not in their twenties, mm -hmm. you know, but you know, towards their later twenties to their, you know, mid thirties and into their forties, they are looking for someone because at the end of the day, I think all of us can agree life, especially in America, life is hard with a capital H life is hard. We need a partner. We need a teammate to get through it here. And I think one of the biggest changes that men are going through right now is, you know, in the, in the nineties and the early thousands, it was all about how, how the, how the validity that they feel on how the girl looks on their arm. So they didn't really pay attention mm. to the personality, to the interest, to the, the person that that woman is, they just primarily cared with how they look with her on his arm. Um, now I think it's different. Now I think men are realizing through our parents, everyone's getting divorced, right? Through our parents. Oh, wait, I have to spend time and a life with this woman. I don't want to go through a terrible divorce, like how my parents had to go through a terrible divorce. So men are starting to pay attention to who that woman is and what she brings to the table and what they bring to the table and does it match. And that is a beautiful thing. And if I can help guide them into that life, Put, put me in coach. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> She's ready. You're doing the good work and we appreciate it. Um, can you talk a little bit more about like some of the, I don't know, like dating norms or rules that we maybe need to like consider throwing out, changing, challenging, any of that? So one of the dating rules that need to be thrown out is men need to, not, they don't have to wait three days to text, right? I feel like we kind of already knew that, especially when it comes to online dating. You want to you wanna get that conversation going, right? Um, the other thing that needs to be thrown out, ooh, this is actually, this is more recent. This is more modern. I want everyone to listen to this. 
<laughs> this is the one of the dating rules that needs to be thrown out is if a girl, if you match with a girl in online dating, boom, right? And she doesn't respond. Guys, by and large, will take that as a sign of disrespect and they will exit that conversation and it'll never come to fruition. Mm. So I have client after client after client being like, she, like no one ever texts me back. Like I've given up, like, you know, girls are rude. Like, you know, we match, but we never end up going anywhere. Da, 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 da. We are, and this is the message to both of you guys, both men and women, we are working longer hours and getting paid the same. <laughs> and, and the cost of living is going up uh, than ever before, right? People are busy. And also people, men and women, especially women, because they have a lot of abundance, experience dating fatigue. So just because a girl doesn't respond right away doesn't mean you need to exit that conversation. There are ways where you can playfully, not blame, not shame, but playfully bring her back in the form of laughter, like right? making a quick joke, making, you know, uh, a little quip about, you know, something on her profile or something to where you're already coming in with the energy of we are two old friends that haven't seen each other in a while instead of we are two strangers that have to get to know each other and do all of the date questions and get those out of the way, which ends up leading to the same thing of why everyone hates dates. Why are we doing it? Right. Yes. So, so that's the other, that that's one rule I will say, cause there are, I mean, th this is stuff that I teach. I have great, great one-liners that I teach um, where it brings them back in a way that makes them laugh in a way that makes me like, Oh, this guy's different. Like this guy, you know, he's funny, you know, and, and it allows people, both men and women to kind of take off this mask and just be more like of their authentic fun selves of who they are when they're with their friends, not who they are when they're with strangers. Love that relaxed dating. Like that's really what I want to go into going forward is like, yeah, like you said, no mask, like not feeling like I gotta be something in particular, but just being myself and just feeling comfortable in who I am and sharing that with someone. I love that. That's so great. Um, so in your services, do you, you do both online dating, like coaching and in person? Do you encourage one over the other? So, okay. This is what I say. There are three ways to meet women, online dating, cold approach and social circle, right? That's it. Um, and I teach all three. I teach you how to optimize, especially at Modern Flirting. We teach you how to optimize all three of those dating funnels. Um, I am the coined online dating guru, even though I also do the other two as well. Um, but online dating, I love it because online dating gives me the rare opportunity to prove that as a woman, I know how to pick up women. Why? Because I'm a professional catfish. So I actually catfish women uh, uh, to show my clients how to do it right? Not how to catfish, but <laughs> how to actually lead a conversation. Cause I show them from opener all the way to getting the number. Uh, I show, okay, this is the formula that I use. I don't teach them what to say, but I teach them how to think, right? I give a mm. formula on how okay, you want to start off play. So this is, I'll give you one ready. So when you're doing online dating and honestly, women, this also pertains to you because I'll be honest with you as a guy on dating apps, y'all are tough to talk to women, give guys nothing, they, they, what are you into travel or the, their favorite thing? They don't say anything. They match and they just wait and there's nothing on the girl's profile. And then they get angry. They're like, I don't understand. Online dating doesn't work. Well, you ain't giving them anything to work with. It goes two ways, baby. Yes. I do agree. Men, men by and large, they're, they're, you know, it's, it's inside of them. They are natural born hunters. They, they're the ones that pursue the way that desire 
works in each other is different, meaning that they are uh, like a light switch. Their desire is on and off. Women is like a dimmer, which is why women don't necessarily approach. They can think a guy's cute, but that's just one tick to the right on the dimmer scale. Men are yes and no, right? So that's why men primarily are the ones that should approach. Women aren't going to do it. If you just wait around for women to approach you, you're going to be waiting a long time, right? So there are ways. So going back to the banter wave theory, you want to start off playful, riffing off of something on her profile as if you guys were already in that conversation. And she just said one of her prompts out loud. So one of the things that I love is hinge. Hinge is great because it all, it requires you to say something, right? <laughs> so, so, you know, riffing off of something and make her laugh. And as soon as you make her laugh, LOL, ha ha ha, you're so funny, whatever. Now you can go back to building comfort, which is asking questions about her, revealing information about yourself, which is a huge one, um, mm -hmm. and finding out, you know, a little bit about her. Then you riff off of her answers and go back to being playful, make her laugh again, because what comes next is a compliance test. And a compliance test is getting her to do something for you, like go on a date, like give you her number, like kiss you, like whatever, right? So- the only way a compliance test really works is if you're doing it on a high point, like after making her laugh. So then you lead the conversation to a location, event, or activity, and then you can kind of seed for the date. All right, you know, it, I'm better in real life too. Uh, I'll prove it to you. Come grab drinks with me next week. Yep, perfect. Give me your number and I'll plan. Right, and that's how, and that, and that works mm, so well. But honestly, mm. a lot of people hate online dating because they just don't know how to do it. And so they're beating their head against the wall because it's not a real life conversation. You cannot treat it like that. It's like Reddit. Reddit, people <laughs> aren't, I mean, I'm a huge Reddit fan, so go with me on this one. But Reddit fans, they don't type to each other like they're just meeting each other. They type to each other as if they're in a conversation. That's mm. how online conversations work. It's not, it's not in real life. You have to erase all of that getting to know you energy and just go right into we're bantering back and forth energy. And so that's, that's the main thing that I teach. Wow. I'm, I, you said you're transitioning to women too, right? Like you're going to support, like to coach oh, yeah. women as well. Cause yeah. I could use a lot of that. Um, that's so great. I definitely think that if, if I had like even, I mean, I don't think that I'm one of those women that like has nothing on her profile. I definitely love like just conversation and, you know, getting into it. I'm, I'm definitely the type that like I'd prefer to like get to the date sooner than, you know, just uh, too much back and forth. Right, but I, um, I definitely I, I, I agree with you, though, in that like, uh, oh, shoot, I just lost it. <laughs> you had said um, I'll put a lot on their profile. Yes, they don't. And the conversation and yeah, that like that casualness, I guess, kind of goes out the window. I feel like sometimes in, in like online dating um, where it does just sort of feel like an interview in a way or they're they're giving the prompts kind of right back to me. And it's like, OK, but who are you, you know, or vice versa? I'll ask a lot of questions and then like won't get a single question back from the guy or whatever. Um, and I think like, that's where my fatigue definitely comes in. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm this, this conversation feels like it's going on for eternity and this might not go anywhere. So yeah. yeah, my rule is after she gives three high investment responses. So what's a high investment response? She reveals information about herself with like, that's not on her profile, right? That's one mm. she laughs at your jokes and tries to riff off of your jokes too. Okay. That's another one. Um, she is, uh, you know, 
getting back to you quickly, leading the conversation, asking questions about you. All right, that's three. So if she's done any of these three, at least three times, and that shouldn't take very long. It should honestly, if you guys were going back and forth, over a matter of either a day or a couple of days, depending on how quickly you guys get back to each other. I'm not, I, I'm not, I'll put, I'll be, be on the record. I, there, It is Goldilocks syndrome when it comes to online dating conversations. You don't want to rush the date from the beginning, which a lot of male dating coaches teach guys to do. And I'm like, why are you doing that? Stop asking the girl out on the date the first message or the first two messages that you do. Why? You are vetting girls yourself. You are also right. the prize. You got to figure out if you like her because, baby, you're going to waste a lot of money and a lot of time driving out <laughs> there to talk to her to realize she is not your person. Vet her a little bit. See what she's into a little bit before. Besides, it makes much more fun on the date when you guys have talked a little bit. So that's too soon. Then you got the too late where where it's fucking, you know, Two weeks of conversation. If you can, if you can swipe your finger up two or three times, you talking too long. You know what I mean? So it should be somewhere in the middle. Right. And that's that's mm -hmm. the sweet spot for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, and I love what you just said too about like like everybody you can you you can vet this person you can decide for yourself like whether you even like them we don't have to necessarily like date go on a date with anybody who matches with us on these apps um because i do feel like you know it's limited in terms of like i guess how the algorithm or whatever is like even putting you two together so i i think it's important i'm learning to like know my core kind of values or just things that like um you know are important to me and if i'm feeling like that person sort of aligns with that, then I can, you know, I'd be open to move forward with a date. But if you have like, you know, deal breakers and somebody sort of just puts it out in the message right away, like, don't go, like, we don't have to go on a date with that person. Like, right. I, th I think being able to just understand like who you are and what you want and what you like, um, it, it just weeds out those, yeah, those mismatches or I don't know, us trying to like people please into getting somebody to like us and, we shouldn't do that either. Yeah, and um, I will say men are, are um, I, I see this a lot where, again, it's this overcorrecting. It's this one or the other, right? It's this black and white world. The world is not so black and white. The world is full of color. So, mm -hmm. you know, not leaning into these heavy, uh, 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 you know, labels. So for example, men, you know, they, because they are the pursuer, it's like they have to rush into getting a date. Like their validity of their masculinity is dependent on how many dates they go on, how many, you know, girls that they're with. Blah, blah, blah. So they're like, they're almost frustrated. Like, well, no, girls need to do it. But it's like, no, you can still pursue, but also you are the prize. It's not one or the other. The two aren't mutually exclusive. You also got to see if she's also willing to work, but you also have to present your best self to her to make her turned on metaphysically, not physically, you know, metaphorically speaking, uh, and, and, and real, <laughs> uh, but get her turned on to where she wants to reveal that stuff to you. You have to present that energy first, but that does not mean you got to bend over backwards for this girl you just met. Right. So there's a balance. Totally. There's a balance you, you can pursue, but you don't have to give her everything. Right. Totally agree. Um, really quick, just to go back to the catfishing, I'm curious, 
do you, are you catfishing as your client? Do you eventually tell this girl like you're just a catfish? What's so, going on with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is a fun one. Um, okay, so uh, so yes to both. So I primarily catfish as one guy. Uh, he's a friend of mine. I've gotten his consent. Um, and, and it's really just, again, to show men how to do it better. Because again, I think both men and women agree that they want to have their dating experience online to be a lot better. Uh, so that's why I do it. Um, I also just started a service to where I am catfishing professionally for clients. I pick and choose on which client I want to do. I don't do it for everyone. Uh, because at the end of the day, I want to teach guys how to do it. I don't want to do it for them, right? Teach a man to fish. Don't fish for him, right? <laughs> so in that, um, so yes to both. Uh, I will say as far as uh, what I do, so I go from match to getting the number. After you get the number, I can't text from my phone, right? That's just, that's, you know, danger zone. I don't want, you know, these texts. I don't want my phone number to be out there. Also, they got to talk to him eventually if they want to go, you know what I mean? So what I do if I'm catfishing for, uh, you know, my one friend that I know I, at the end, I just kind of say after I get the number, I'll wait a couple of days and I'll be like, hey, listen, Amanda, you seem really great. I really, you know, loved our conversation, but me and my ex are going to give it one more shot. Thank you so much. You know, uh, good luck with everything. And by large, like actually every 100% of girls are like, oh my God, no worries. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, have a good time, whatever. Like, you know, they're so sweet, right? Um, it's not my favorite part. I don't love to pride myself on that part, but I, I will say I can't stop looking at the results. Mm. You know, I get emails. I swear to God, if you follow me on Instagram, Jamie Dade, I post a lot of them. I get emails and text messages from guys constantly. Oh my God, your stuff worked. Oh my God, the thing that you taught me, I did. And I have a date. Oh my God, I haven't kissed a girl in four years. And I just made out with a girl for the first time. Like, holy shit. And I met her on Hinge, you know, or something like that. I get these results all the time. And that is what I want. I want men and women to have a better experience with each other. They are men by and large though right now. And a lot of women just don't know where to go. They feel lost and frustrated. So if I can help bridge that gap, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll catfish all day. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jamie, it's like you're 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 doing important work, but also you're breaking hearts out here. You're letting girls, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I, will say, I, just, I just wrote my first book. Uh, it's coming out soon. It's called How to Make Online Dating Suck Less, Lessons from a Professional Catfish. And I've dedicated it to all of the girls that I've catfished over the years. Like we could have worked out, but you know, I'm doing it for science and making the dating kind of, <laughs> the dating pool better for you and me. So yes, you're contributing to like the 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 shift in the dating world. So thank yeah. you. Um, I love that. Uh, where can people? So you have your book, which is great. Where can people find you? How can we keep up with you? Yes. So uh, Jamie Date J A M as a Mary I E date uh on all of the socials i think facebook it's jamie b date billion boy date but either way uh youtube tiktok instagram jamie date and yeah i mean i am primarily working with men however i'm starting to realize that women need my love too so i'm, I'm going to be opening up that branch pretty soon here um so you know and i also think that i have some pretty great insight because i've been working with primarily men over the last three to four years doing this. So I think, you know, coaching women is a natural next step because I'm starting to realize what a lot of men are looking for. 
Uh, and so I can kind of help reverse engineer what that goal looks like for both men and women and get them there faster. Love it. I'm excited to follow you on that journey. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Healing Through Love. As always, if you have any comments or questions about today's talk, feel free to reach out on social media at solidarity underscore media, or you can head to solidaritymediaproductions.com to learn more and continue the conversation. If you head to the show notes of this episode, you'll find links on how to get in contact with today's guest. Also, there is a link for you to be a supporter of the podcast by becoming a monthly donor. Any amount helps in expanding the reach and growth of the podcast. So thank you so much for your continued support. If you are listening to this episode on Spotify, we have some fun polls and questions at the bottom of each episode that you can also submit answers to. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.